Howdy, y'all, and welcome to the Pussycat Podcast. This podcast features incredible interviews with trans and or queer creatives of Tucson, Arizona. We get into everything from astrology, creative source, discussing whether Tucson is truly open to creativity, and especially coming from trans and queer people, and talking about the spectacular creative work that these individuals are creating. Often queer and trans creatives aren't centered in the creative spaces of Tucson, especially folks who are also BIPOC and or disabled. This is an intentional space to engage, promote, and build community. When we are referring to Tucson, Arizona, it's merely a colloquial way of defining a boundary of the folks with whom I will be interviewing. But it's important to note that Tucson, Arizona is home to the Tohono O'odham and Pascual Yaqui people who are the original stewards of this land since time immemorial. Thus, as we move forward, please reflect on how you are viewing land and bodies as we embark in conversations that are often intentionally left out of mainstream media. If you are interested in seeing whose land you are on, visit native-land.co. By the way, I'm your host, Bo. I use any and all pronouns, but typically we'll use they, them in social settings. I'm so glad you're here and enjoy the podcast. This week, we have Harvey, who uses any pronouns. He is 19 and a college student at the University of Arizona studying molecular and cellular biology. She has been a hobby artist for seven years, and they do art in several different types of media, including collage, illustration, graphic design, and digital art. They felt it was important to note that he's a lover of all animals, but especially insects. Are you seeking transformative bodywork which relaxes the mind and heals the body? Welcome to Tucson Deep. Tommy, a queer body worker, offers traditional deep tissue massage for pain and anxiety relief and fully clothed yo massage for a trauma-informed and transformative mind-body-soul experience. Tucson Deep offers special pricing for LGBTQIA+, and Two-Spirit folks, as well as BIPOC. Read more about Tommy, Tucson Deep, and book your massage at www.tucsondeep.com and use code PUSSYCAT at checkout for $10 off your first massage. Hey, it's Bo again. I just wanted to say thank you so much for being here, and I really hope you enjoy this episode. Let's get into it. Hi, good morning. Good morning. Happy New Year's as well. I mean, I guess technically we're already like a month in at this point, but how are you yeah. feeling about 2022 so far? Not great. Uh, okay. Not very good, honestly. I think because I started off getting COVID, so that's not ideal for anybody. Um, oh my God. I didn't realize you yeah. actually got COVID. I thought you were just like, hey, I'm a little yeah. sick. Oh my gosh. <laughs> No, I had some symptoms last week, so um, it's a lot better now, but but um, I did have some symptoms, but I'm still in the COVID isolation dorm, so not 
great, but I get released on Saturday, like an album. I'm an album. Oh my God. I love that for you. <laughs> what would be your album name? That's a good question. Um, <laughs> 23 Mice in a Ball. 23 Mice in a Ball. Is that yeah. kind of your, your day-to-day sightings in the COVID isolation dorm? That's like what I imagine. I mean, I guess I just think that I have, if you put together 23 mice, we would have like the same brain capacity, I think. So, oh, I love that. Why 23? Like I, I just feel like it's a specific number, it just speaks to me. I just think it's a good number, I guess. God, I love that. I'm 23. So that's why I'm like, I really? love, yeah, I love that synchronicity. Wow. That's awesome. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> good Thank, you. Thank you so much. I'm actually so proud to be 23. Like, when I will get into it more, but whenever I was reading what you had like responded to some questions I had sent you and I was like 19, I was like, this person is incredible. I am not patronizing you. I fucking <laughs> hated that when people did that to me when I was 19, but I will say 23, it just, it tastes so sweet. Cause now people can't be like, you're 19, <laughs> you know, it's like you graduated I'm 19, young money, like here yeah Yeah. and like fully living your best life in the COVID isolation dorm I will definitely (laughs) I'll be waiting for that that album to drop 23 mice (laughs) yeah so to start things off I looked at your chart and like may I just say I want to add a disclaimer most likely the people who are going to be on this podcast are going to want to talk about astrology. It's just who we are. Like we're queer. We love it. But I, I watched a TikTok the other day by a black creator and I feel really shitty because I don't remember their username, but mm-hmm. they were talking about how like oftentimes in white queer spaces, people are like super into astrology and they make it kind of a big facet of queerness when it may not be as big of a facet in other queer communities, specifically like BIPOC communities. So I just wanted to add that note in there that this is just for fun and you can participate and you cannot, but may I say like your big six is just giving me main character energy. Like (laughs) I'm astounded. It's incredible. Yeah. I love how you I don't know what any of it means but thank you so much oh my god yes do you mind if I like break it down just a little bit because yeah absolutely I completely forgot what it was too because I have co-star so I just looked at that and just like copied it down but I'm like I was just so confused because I don't know what any of it means interesting because okay so for for all of you out there who are wanting so desperately to know Harvey is a Scorpio sun and Venus a Gemini moon Libra rising and Mars and a Sag Mercury. Like, I I just feel like there is like a teenage rom-com out there like needing to be made about your life because this is amazing. It's called 23 Mice. Um, (laughs) But I thought it was interesting that you said you are a Scorpio slash Sag because you're born on November 22nd, four hours before it transits. Which Mm -hmm. for me, like, I'm like, you're just a Scorpio. It doesn't matter. I don't believe in cusps like you were in the Scorpio. But I thought maybe you felt 
more drawn towards the the sag because you said that and so I yeah. wanted your your opinion so I didn't know anything about astrology until like last year maybe and that's when I found out oh I'm actually a Scorpio I'm not a Sagittarius because my entire life I had grown up thinking that I was a Sagittarius so I feel like personally now if I'm more with like more Sagittarius things mm -hmm. but also like people have different opinions because I was in Scorpio season but I mean that's just kind of what I think about it well I think it's interesting that you have like a Sagittarius Mercury which typically is like um someone who is focused on the future and a go-getter and is really philosophical and likes to think things through in like a really big way not in like a tedious way but like what does it all mean, if you will? Mm -hmm. um, and so maybe that's like what you're identifying with a little bit. I personally like love a good Sag Mercury. I'm a Scorpio Mercury. So I'm just like intense as fuck. <laughs> and like you have a Scorpio sun in Venus, mm -hmm. which is like in all aspects of your life, I'm feeling like intensity, especially particularly in love, like Scorpio Venus you won like you won that's awesome um yeah. well good for me good for me i guess like good good for you yeah i guess yeah you had mentioned that uh I, as i i asked a question where where are you from and you yeah. you answered i'm not from air quotes i'm not from anywhere i've lived kind of everywhere Mm -hmm. And you have a Gemini moon, which loves change and variety and exploring. And your moon is like how you deal with your emotions. And typically, oh. like if you have a maternal figure in your life. Mm -hmm. So I'm interested to see, like, what was that experience for you growing up with moving around so much? Because I can absolutely relate. And I love yeah. I want to hear how you feel. Yeah, I was actually thinking about this the other day, <clears throat> just because I was thinking about this the other day, just because I was thinking about how many schools I had gone to when I was younger. But at the very beginning of my life, I was born in Belgium. So I was my European kid. Um, and then we moved to Maryland and we moved to Tucson. So that's really like the whole story, but kind of not in perfect order. But there you go. I, I love that. Do you, do you look back on your travels with like happiness, with excitement? I mean, obviously life is riddled with good and bad, but I'm curious with your Gemini moon, if, if it was something fun for you. Honestly, <clears throat> I think when I first moved from like first grade to like a new school, I just remember like crying so much. I was so sad to leave basically like, everyone I knew behind. And honestly, that really set the tone for all the rest of the moves. I was so sad every time. Um, I mean, like now I really love change and exploring and traveling and just doing that. Um, I feel like if I do one thing for too long or if I stay in one place for too long, I just feel very stagnant. But back then it just felt different because it was everything I knew and like um, it just felt like the roots had been ripped from underneath me. I had to start over again. And that was very damaging for me, I think, at a young age to have gone to so many new places because I didn't really feel like I could build an attachment to anything really. 
Um, so when I moved up to Northern Arizona, that was really my breaking point. I was like, I can't do this anymore. Like I developed depression. So it was very challenging for me, definitely. But um, yeah, that's just, that's how I feel about moving. Got it. I completely relate to what you're saying. I went to 14 different schools growing up. And as a kid, I could read really young. So I got moved up. But then I was like in the fourth grade and they were like, hmm, they're not really maturing at the same rate as these other kids. Let's hold mm -hmm. them back. So I was like in school so much, but went to a new school literally every year. So like I 100% relate to what you're saying. And the way that I kind of got through it was I started um, being creative and painting and having different outlets for myself. And so mm -hmm. I'm curious if you said whenever you moved to Northern Arizona, you began to develop depression. Was mm -hmm. there a way that you kind of coped with that with creativity? Yeah, so previously um, when I was little, I used to just draw and doodle just for fun. But when I got to Northern Arizona, that's when I found out that like my relationship with our had somehow changed. It was just something that I turned more towards um, also because I was having a hard time making friends. So when I was just by myself, I'd always be drawing, reading, mostly just doodling at this point. Um, and I would just fill up sketchbooks and I would just do that because I was just so alone. But also I think it helped a lot because it was just something where I could channel my energy into and just, you know, be somewhere else that wasn't me, like, I guess. Totally. Or just do something for a while, yeah. There was a, another question that I had asked you about when you found your queerness and or transness, however you identify. Mm -hmm. And it was around the time, I guess you would have been in Northern Arizona. You were like 14 yeah. years old. Yeah. yeah. And there was this YouTube phenomenon going on of everyone there coming was. out, right? Yeah. And yeah. when you had said it was like 2015, 2016, I would even venture to say it began in 2014. Like I was there yeah. watching Amber's Closet, Jade Fox. Mm -hmm. Like I was like, oh my God, like what is, what is that person's name? Stevie Bobby. Like I was like, right. oh my God, I'm here. Look at all these gay people. This is amazing. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And so what was that kind of mix like for you of having just these major transitions in your life and feeling a little bit more stability of, it sounds like you stayed in Northern Arizona for a while in middle school and high school and growing your, your creative mediums and also figuring out like, Hey, I'm, I'm gay. <laughs> what was that right. like? Yeah. So I, I had always kind of known I was attracted to women. I just didn't know what being gay meant. Oh. So I just didn't know what that was. Um, so when the whole coming out phenomenon came out on YouTube, I was like, oh, this is a thing. Like there's a name for this, <laughs> which I didn't know. But then the YouTube phenomenon also opened me up to more like non-binary identities and things like that, where it's like, oh, I don't have to identify or, or like if I want to, there are a bunch of these other labels that I didn't know about. So the YouTube phenomenon was like perfect for me because it just showed me this whole new world of identities and things that I could be that I just didn't know about before. 
Um, I kind of like bounced around from like trying out different labels for my identity and kind of I just decided that labeling myself is just very stressful for me. So I decided I'm just going to detract from it and just kind of like minus one gender is kind of how I look at it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of what I decided on. But um, yeah, it was so weird because the transition and timing of everything happening where I was starting a new school, I turned more to art. I realized, oh, like discovering things more about myself. Because I think in a way, when I moved to this new school, I didn't know anyone and I was so introverted. Like I barely talked at all, which is such a huge change because when I was younger, I used to talk a lot. Like the teachers would literally call home and be like, hey, you have to tell her to stop talking. She's a chatterbox. And to just go from that to barely talking at all, really more of a reflection of who I am on the inside because now I'm spending all this time with me. So it's like, how am I really? So that's, yeah. Did you see that coming out in the art you were creating at the time? I know you said that one of the creative projects you're the most proud of is your AP art portfolio. And so I'm curious as to why. Well, 11th grade, I took AP art and that was the best teacher I'd ever had in my entire life. Um, no teachers oh my god I know I love him um his name is Paul Walter he was my favorite teacher ever I don't think he teaches anymore because um he might have some type of health problems but um he just pushed me to create just always create even if it's even if you don't feel like it or you feel like it's not good enough just do it just keep doing something to be active in that sense so I just pushed myself in 11th grade to just keep creating. And I created so many cool collage pieces and just like painting pieces, mostly just mixed media. So I would paint like a little thing. Um, I can't remember this one thing. So I painted this girl with like her hands over her eyes as if she was crying. And then I kind of took that, um, I cut it out and I made like a collage piece with other like magazine type things. And also there was like a cool cardboard and it had like a label on it from packaging. So it just all like came together, like a bunch of different things just came together. And it was so fun to just experiment with how many different types of media I could put into one thing and to still have it look cohesive, but also still chaotic in a way where you're trying to like send a message about how you feel, mm-hmm. um, which I think works excellently if you're trying to convey some type of like negative feeling or even like positive feelings those tend to be very multi-dimensional so I feel like if you can make it look more chaotic but in still like I said a cohesive sense where it looks aesthetically pleasing you can really convey some powerful emotions which I found in 11th grade which is so cool so I owe him so much in terms of just pushing myself and finding out what I can do and what I can't do what I you know just create um there's this one Instagram artist. I can't remember what her handle is for the life of me, but I follow her work all the time. And she said something like, it's not your job as an artist to critique what you make. Your job as an artist is to just produce. No matter what you make, other people will always have their own opinions. They might like it. They might hate it. You can hate your own artwork, but that's not your job. Your job is to just produce.
Tucson Deep offers deep tissue massage, which boosts immune function, improves flexibility, and often relieves stress and anxiety. Deep tissue massage is what Tucson Deep was founded on and is specifically designed for folks who are seeking pain relief and deep relaxation. Yo Massage, a new modality offered at Tucson Deep, is a fully clothed massage option that is trauma-informed at its core and focused on gentle mind-body connection. Yo Massage is for those who are new or returning to their practice of receiving bodywork, practicing yoga, or meditation. This guided massage experience is excellent for those who have experienced physical trauma and want to begin the process of body and mind restoration. Tucson Deep offers special pricing for LGBTQIA+, and Two-Spirit folks, as well as BIPOC. Read more about Tommy, Tucson Deep, and book your massage at www.tucondeep.com and use code PUSSYCAT at checkout for $10 off your first massage. I love non-binary people and, and just trans people and queer people in general who are like, I'm just going to do the goofiest, silliest things ever because I can and I will. Yeah. 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 I honestly, like once I got to Tucson and like just college in general, started talking to more people, I started meeting a lot more uh, just like trans folks, I guess. And it's just been so fun for me to get to know them but also to watch them transition and grow because I feel like it's just so fun to watch their process of becoming of who they've always wanted to be and becoming mm. more become what's always like so beautiful to watch someone become themselves yeah even like even in like a not trans sense when you watch someone just grow and become beautiful and confident in themselves that's always like such I just love watching that and like being a part of that um it's like whenever my trans friends need like someone to go to the bathroom with or like a little makeover, you know, go shopping. I just always love to do that with them. Just like watch them grow. Cause if I can make their lives better, I would always do that. Like I would always obviously like opt to do that. And just like, I want to be a very um, supportive person in their transition and like always be there for them. If they need to talk, just things like that. So while I don't, really identify with like a trans label I guess it's very weird because I feel like throughout my entire identity I've always been myself even if I didn't know what myself was yet yeah um but with other people it's like if you want to transition if I could just be a part of that journey to help you love yourself and also like we grow together you grow I grow we just all grow Mm -hmm. it's perfect it's lovely so that's just really what I've been into most recently is just supporting my trans friends. But That's incredible. And I think that there is an important need for allies, even within the queer community or within the LGBTQ community. It's like QIA plus community. Uh, mm-hmm. It's important to to center trans folks, you know, and to mm-hmm. to build that allyship with them because oftentimes a lot of folks within our community will leave trans people out and it's like Mm -hmm. what the fuck (laughs) so that's why especially with this podcast I wanted to be super intentional with including trans because it's like for me I don't really identify with the label LGBTQIA plus but I know for some people that's super important 
I identify as like a queer and trans person. And I feel like a lot of people I know do as well or one of those labels. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, just being able to like make space and just love on our trans family members, if you will. <laughs> I yeah, appreciate you. For sure. Yeah. 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 I mean, I've never really knew a lot of trans people. I mean, for mm-hmm. a while, I identified as trans in high school for a couple years, and then I just stopped identifying with it. But I just never knew other trans people before coming here. And now it's like, you know, I know so many non-binary people and, and trans people. It's so cool to just be exposed to, I guess, new identities and new people. Yeah. That leads me to an interesting question for you. I I had asked you before whether you identified with your creativity in the same way that you identified with your queer or transness or any other intrinsic identities to you. But I actually mm-hmm. want to flip that on its head. And this would be kind of the last question I ask you before finding out where folks can find you and your work. But do you view creativity as a separate label from your queer or transness? Or is your queer or transness uh, a medium of your creative spirit, of your creativity, and who you are at your essence? Okay. I don't know if that's, if that's too convoluted, but I don't mind re-explaining that at all. Okay. Um, hmm. Yeah. Please, please, please. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So do you view, do you view your queer transness as the pillar and creativity is the facet that comes out of it? Or do you view creativity as the pillar of yourself and queer transness is something that comes out of that? That is the question. Oh, I think neither. I think I am the facet that comes out. And also, I guess, kind of the creativity, too, because, um, like, when I grow and change, I notice that my, the focus of my works and how I do things also changes. Mm. So as I go through different stages of life, I might be focused on doing art on, like, different bugs, or recently I've been doing more Star Wars types things. Um, just because I, I love the movies a lot. But um, I don't know, I feel like the creativity is definitely something that changes as I grow. Mm-hmm. And then I guess my identity as a queer person, I guess that's just me. Like, I just see that like very, that is me. Like, right. I don't, I don't have a separation of me and then queer me. It's just me. Right. It's not so, a pillar. It is like right. you. Wow. Yeah, it's just one in the same, like, that's just something about me that it, it, it just is, you know, so. I love that. You turned the question on his head. Yeah. You were like, I don't like this fucking question. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this question. Yeah, like, I live outside of that. And I think that that's great. Yeah, like, um, for me, and, and that's the beauty of queerness and transness, I think, is it's so different for everybody. And so for me, that was like, oh, yeah, this question totally makes sense. And to reverse it totally makes sense. But for you, you're, what I'm hearing from you is that you and your queerness are 
locked together. You are one. There okay. is no separation, but that your creativity can ebb and flow and change direction depending on what you're doing or what you're going through. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> so my last question is where can people find you? And like, what are you up to next? Like, I want folks to come and find you on Instagram or wherever you're at. And so we can follow your like incredible 23 yeah. mice journey. Recent things, I have to get back to school because I have been experiencing some major executive dysfunction, which I'm going to have to fix with like some habits that I'm going to create, hopefully. Um, but yeah, it doesn't help I'm getting COVID producing. and being fucking yeah, stuck. It doesn't yeah, it really yeah. does not help. But um, yeah, and probably going to post some of my Star Wars work soon because I've been watching all that and doing that during quarantine. But yeah, I wanted to give a little shout out to my roller derby team because they are so amazing and wonderful. They provide me so much media. I should have talked about them early, but I didn't. <laughs> but I love them so much. Their handle is UA Derby Cats. If anyone's interested in joining. At UA Derby Cats. They're fucking awesome. I've watched a couple of their meets, their battles. What would you call them? I don't know. <laughs> um, well, I don't think we've done any bouts yet. But oh, they're bouts from a couple years ago. Yeah. From a couple years ago. I, yeah. I watched the team and like, I'm sure there's a whole bunch of a new folks in there, but it's mm-hmm. like really fucking sick to go watch Absolutely. all of y'all yes. bout. It's a bout. Thank you. It's I feel like I'm, like I'm gonna get roasted for calling it a battle. That's so funny. <laughs> a battle. Yeah. Honestly, the bout that I went and watched, it was a battle. Like I was like, this yeah. is incredible. Honestly, it's so badass to just watch and it's like, oh my God, like it's insane. It's amazing. Oh, I love it. Yeah, the power of women and like non-binary people and femme identifying people, incredible. Absolutely, yes. Tommy is a queer bodywork specialist who is honored to serve the queer and trans community of Tucson. Queer and trans folks are often not centered or intentionally left out of the bodywork conversation, and she is working to change that with her business, Tucson Deep. She offers special pricing for LGBTQIA+, Two-Spirit, and BIPOC because she sees the undeniable value of their work and knows how healing and transformative bodywork can be. Read more about Tommy, Tucson Deep, and book your massage at www.tucsondeep.com and use code PUSSYCAT at checkout for $10 off your first massage. Hi, y'all. Thank you so much for listening this week. I had so much fun interviewing Harvey. They're like one of the coolest people that I know and if you're sad that this episode is over there is another episode we upload two episodes every Sunday with two different queer and or trans creatives from Tucson and I hope you're super excited about it I'm super excited about it and I'm so glad you're here